and away we go. I was trying oh, to do the frozen two thing. It's kind of losing this. power. No. Oh, that was. Like, oh, How dare no, you think this is losing power? <laughs> this will never lose power. That is max power right there. I'm sorry, I had to go max power on you. Max, Welcome back to Relatively Subjective. Overdrive. Hi, I'm everybody. George. I'm David. We're cousins. We're relatives, and we have subjective opinions on movie-related things. Hence the name of our podcast, Relatively Subjective. Today's episode is brought to you by sponges. They they wash your dishes. And uh, your body sometimes. <laughs> uh, and you need special I- sponges for yeah, that. Yeah, I've got one right here. Special sponge, loofah sponge. Loofah sponge. Uh, yeah. Today's episode is on Frozen 2 and a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Yeah. we got a double feature for you guys. We both saw both and we can't wait to talk about both. Yeah, uh, it was kind of a wholesome week. Instead, uh, yeah. instead of going to see so, 21 Bridges about crime yeah. and death, we, we were just, just needed, like... Mm. We just needed a break from crime and death. <laughs> There's Com- a lot of crime and death happening yeah. everywhere. These movies were in a breath the real world of too. fucking fresh air. It let me tell you. Li- lots of... Lots of yeah. Cool breezes, but we're gonna we're gonna know what I mean. spoil the shit out of those cool breezes for you. So if you haven't seen either one and you don't want it spoiled, stop listening. Go see it. Come back. Listen to it. Laugh. Cry. And, um, and wait also, for next week. And then let you let us know what you think. Yeah, let us know what you think. Because I know so I know that there's a lot of you out there that listen to us and kind of just like stay anonymous. Don't. No, we know you're out there. We want to hear you, even if it's literally just like you guys suck, or yeah. or you know, know we suck. Whatever, to our anything. I don't care. Write write a heart emoji. Write a, a middle finger emoji. Just give us something. We love emojis. <laughs> uh, emojis are the best way to communicate yeah. right now. So give us everything and anything. We're yeah. going back to hieroglyphics. Um, yeah. So uh, let us know, and um, we will also be spoiling whatever it is we've been watching uh, since the last time we spoke to each other, as per usual. So let's start it off with what we've been watching. David, what have you been watching? Uh, Alrighty. So I am uh, actually kind of getting real deep into uh, deep. yeah, a show that was um, uh, suggested to me by my sister. So after I watched some episodes of, or I watched everything that was on Amazon, I was kind of just like, what should I get next? Uh, I started watching The Man in the High Castle. Ah, uh, the so Amazon. The Amazon one. original Man in the High Castle. Where the Nazis and the Japanese win World War II. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and it's actually pretty cool. It, yeah. it, the whole story and like how the world has evolved since World War II up until this point in the, sh- in the show, uh, and then like obviously everything that's going on, is I think it's portrayed really well. Uh, I really enjoy the main actress which i do not know her name but i will look it up right quick um and the whole uh like how uh the world works now with under these two regimes basically being the most powerful regimes in the entire world uh it's pretty interesting there's a lot of obviously there's still a a lot of tension between uh the japanese and the germans uh, and uh, so the Japanese have the coastal states, so they have like California in a little mm-hmm. bit, and then like it, I would say like one third of the way into the United States, there's like a neutral zone they call it that kind of is just like a lawless west kind of place Whoa, where there's no police, and then everything on the, uh, the east, east coast, coast is the the new the, the new Nazi Reich, uh, so it's like everything belongs to the Nazis. It's in New Germany, uh, and yeah, it's pretty it's pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. How did you? How far did you get in the show? Uh, so the the sp- I don't even I don't even know how many seasons there are. They're on they're on the last season coming out now, and I want to say it's season five maybe or season four. No, season five. 
Um, uh, yeah, because every season is four episodes, and so far there's been 40 episodes. Uh, so they're on the last season, and I only started the first season, so I'm only on episode six. <laughs> oh, wow. But, uh, but uh, it's interesting because, um, I mean, it's not so much a spoiler because it technically tells you from the very first episode. Um, there, So this universe obviously exists in an in an alternate universe where you know the uh, we lost the world war yeah. ii but there is in this contained universe there is another universe where we won oh so there's this struggle between there's a universe yeah like a like a whole different universe within the universe of the show where we where world war ii was won by the obviously by us like the allies uh-huh. whatever like real yeah. history uh and so then this was a different universe where we lost so then there's oh. this whole thing about trying to get, obviously, you know, us, humans, United States citizens, Americans, uh-huh. to revolt and get back our land. Uh, so there's a lot of, like, political insurgency. There's a lot of people, like, assassinating people. There's this whole underground uh, faction trying to uh, usurp, obviously, the Japanese and the Germans, try to get them out. Uh, but the man in the high castle, quote air quotes, you can't see me, but I'm doing air quotes, the man mm-hmm. in the high castle, is the guy or the person, we don't know if he's a man actually or not, but he's the person who's proliferating um, these films, their film reels, that show footage of basically... The alternate universe. The alternate universe and like our history. Mm. Uh, so people are seeing this and are just like, you know, this is propaganda. But then other people are seeing it and just like, no, this exists somewhere. Like we have to do everything to to get this get, get yeah. this to be what is our life. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's even a lot of distrust within the actual like Nazi new orders. Nazi Reich. Oh, so okay. like, there's obviously the main Nazi guy, <laughs> Ober Obergruppenführer, as they call him. John. Is, his name is John Smith. Oh well, then um, is Hitler in the picture? Hitler's still alive. Okay. He actually in at the episode that I'm at now. He. Um, I think he's got Parkinson's, but he's oh. like old. Yeah. And so then they have the, the his two right hand men, who they mentioned, who I forgot, are gonna then vie for his seat once he dies. Mm-hmm. And one of them wants to keep peace, and one of them wants to like throw another nuke on California to then take over the entire country. Whoa. So it's just like there's a lot of tension there too. And then of course under the Japanese on uh, in California where California used to be, uh, there's other ranks as there's in there as well. Obviously there's like uh, the Emperor's son, so the prince and the princess, the crown royal prince and princess, came to Japan or came to uh, California, and the prince got shot. Uh, and so then there's obviously people who are fighting against the, you know, both sides. Uh, so it's cool because we do go back and forth. We see everything happening in New York and like Chicago and Boston, and then we all see everything that's happening in California and San Francisco. Uh, and it's pretty cool to see, like, the mix of cultures because yeah. obviously California is kind of very Japanese. Um, influenced like already mm-hmm. so, but like now it's like obviously times a hundred because yeah. they're here they're there um and then same thing with um the germans it's pretty interesting they one of the uh swiss embassy people flew from new york to california in two minutes uh, two minutes <laughs> two hours and the japanese people or the uh, trade minister was just like that's german technology for you we can't like there's no way we could uh, compete and i was like what? <laughs> so you guys are like, good. What is, what is this sci-fi happening where German technology like can can get you 
from, from point New a York to, point to yeah. California in two hours. Like yeah. that's not you can't do this. Well, they just but well, like the 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 planes and all the stuff that they create. Obviously, they're like they look like jets and stuff. Yeah. But it's all happening in the '60s. So I don't know. It's pretty cool. There's a lot of good like overlapping of real history versus like government and spies and shit it's got um, like a sci-fi appeal to it too yeah so and it does uh, especially with like the whole yeah different universe thing so yeah. i'm excited to see where it goes and the jets and the jets and the fast <laughs> Those crazy jets. jets um yeah so you know i'm interested to see how it ends so nice. I, I knew watched, yeah i watched I, a part of the first episode and fell off but yeah. it was good i knew I, I know that now the final season is actually happening so i'm that's why i started because okay. like so i can like binge it and then once the final season comes out, I'll be the, like ready to finally like end it, yeah. Uh, and then know the whole story without having to watch anything in between. Yeah. Or waiting because I hate waiting. Waiting sucks. It does. It's like doing something but not because you're waiting. Exactly. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> uh, so that's really the only thing I've been watching. Okay. Um, I uh, didn't get Disney Plus, but somehow has have started watching The Mandalorian. Oh, oh intriguing. Uh, but yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> it's amazing. It's a half hour show. It's um, a little mature. It's like TV fourteen. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, it's like watching a PG thirteen Star Wars movie. Yeah. So they're shooting and death killing, and destruction so. here and there. Um, but super interesting storyline. And I'm not sure if you want it spoiled for you, but I'm sure you've seen memes about you've seen the pictures Baby of Yoda's. Baby Yoda. And uh, Baby Yoda is just so goddamn cute. <laughs> and the Mandalorian is, you know, this badass. Um, it plays like a Western almost in, mm-hmm. the, star, in, the, in the backdrop of st- the Star Wars universe. And it's, it, just, it just really shows you how the Star Wars movies are, are great and they're classics, but they are a focusing space opera. <laughs> they're focusing on the balance of the galaxy yeah. all the time, this grandiose reasoning you know and when you have stories like rogue one and the mandalorian where it's grounded we have human people we don't have space wizards fighting for the universe space wizards. they're just like people yeah. doing stuff in this awesome environment yeah. and that you want to see like their stories unfold they were getting a lot of that in mandalorian cool. i'm very happy about it excellent um super great special effects i'm sure the budget disney, was amazing disney level disney level budget everything looks great um and the action can't wait for disney plus's marvel lineup i'm sure that's going to be fantastic after seeing this i was like the, every episode feels like a movie yeah. and that's going to be insane in or, like for other networks to compete with oh absolutely they're just going to have to step their game disney's up disney's going to yeah, or they're just gonna force everyone to be better, even better than what oh, they're doing. There you go. Competition. That's what I'm hoping. Competition. Yeah. Competition. Well, I mean, I mean, Netflix kind of already gave us some of that. Yeah, There's no, they... certain things that were that were came out that were just like, this is a Netflix original. Mm-hmm. What? Um, but, but yeah, yeah, but yeah. Now that they have Disney to compete with, I feel like they're gonna have to even do better. Head to head. Yeah. Celebrity death match. Style. Bring it back. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Is that really all you've been watching? Yep. I. Also watched another episode of Rick and Morty and uh, Watchmen. They're both good. Um, can't wait for the next one. <laughs> cool. Cool. Uh, I think that's all I've watched. Uh, let me think if I've seen any movies from like the early 2000s. In that, Like Flint, my favorite like movie. movie. Nope. Didn't see anything. Cool. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about previews if there were any Trailers. movies you saw. Yeah. Yeah. 
Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Peter Rabbit 2, The Runaway. Did you get that one? Is that real? It's real. What? Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) So if I remember correctly, the first Peter Rabbit was Russell Brand as the rabbit and James Marsden was in it. He, as like the human he does that he, he does like his uh, animal buddy cat movies. Oh, now he does <laughs> i feel like that's all he can do now some he signed some contract peter rabbit to the runaway so james it, it corden exists. james corden is the rabbit now i believe i heard his voice uh james Cor- james corden was the original peter rabbit as well oh really in 2018 yeah okay good that scared me i thought it was russell brand for some reason and uh yeah there were actually a few moments in this trailer that made me laugh, and, oh, it, yeah. and it made me scared. It scared Uh-oh. me. I was like, "Why? Why am I laughing at this? What's happening to me? I mean, uh, am I enjoying this? Oh, no. Am I a Peter Rabbit two fan now? Um, yeah, go watch the first one. Yeah, I know, right? But I remember the first trailer, the first movie, seeing that trailer and being like, "Oh no, James Marsden." <laughs> that was like my prevalent thought. Oh no! And, and in this one, I was like, "Ha ha! What? Is he so, in this one too?" I didn't see him. I saw Emily... No, not Emily Blunt. What's her name? Rose Byrne. Rose Byrne, yes. And uh, that guy. That Margot was in... Robbie is in this one, too. Margot Robbie's in this? She's, is a she voice, a rabbit? she's the voice of Flopsy Rabbit. Yep. Oh, there we go. Uh, the guy in this is the, the dude in the First Order in the Star Wars movies. Uh, Domino Gleason. Yeah. He's in this. And he's like a, a curmudgeon who learns to play with rabbits yeah that's that's, the, that's their that's their go-to uh plot yeah that's really, like, that's there was a moment do. in the trailer where rose Byrne is with the rabbits and Donald so is Gleason this guy. was in the first one too he was the next door neighbor wasn't he dude i don't i didn't see it i don't remember much about it was james marsden even in it james corden not james marsden was oh no he james in the Martin? first peter rabbit movie He's not listed on IMDb. <laughs> Type in James Marsden animated movie. Yeah, I think he, he was is. in a movie with a rabbit at one point, and it was Russell Brand voicing the rabbit. I'm sure this is real. Mandela. Effect. It has. To, I was gonna say definitely. That's. Uh, Can you just search James Marsden Russell Russell Brand and see what happens? They're dating now. <laughs> what was that movie? Hop. Hop. It wasn't Peter Rabbit. It but was Hop. Another movie about another a rabbit. Another bunny movie. Here yeah. That's James Marsden. That's James Marsden. His okay. name was Fred O'Hare in that movie. Because he's a hare. <laughs> What's the difference? Uh, That's terrible. Yeah. So, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry. There's a scene in that where Rose Burns like, roll down the mountain like when you were a kid. And then the guy does it. And then he's like, starts picking up speed and is basically like dying off this cliff. Oh, fun. That was funny. Nice. But uh, yeah, excited. Can't wait. It's going to be great. Fantastic. Uh, I saw another Trolls World, World Tour trailer. I did not see that. Oh, I didn't shit. see either of these. What about Spies in Disguise? Did you get that? Uh, nope. Fuck. Uh, were you in the right theater? I was. Uh, Onward. Is... You saw Onward. Uh, I did see Onward. Yep. Cool. I. It didn't feel like a Disney Pixar movie to me. And I don't know if... You talked about it before because I had only seen the trailer where they just show you the title mm-hmm. and tell you it's a Disney Pixar yeah. movie. Oh, so you actually a, saw like a full like storyline yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. So have you seen you've seen the same one? Yeah. So they're bringing their dad back from the dead. Sure, I think so. And he's got legs, but, but he, no, they need to find his body. No, well, no, because he he can't. He's not strong enough to fulfill the spell. Okay. So only half of his comes back, but then he needs to get more magic. I guess. I see. Magic juice. 
to uh-huh. get, bring the, the rest of him back. Yeah. So interesting. We're gonna see what happens with the uh, Chris Pratt, right? It's Chris Pratt. It's and, Chris Pratt uh, and Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. Yeah. yeah. Just Marvel's Marvel's boys. It's really yep. That's all they're doing. They just put them in all the movies. Put them in all the movies. Well, they're like they're owned by Disney now, so yep. they're they're set for life. You think we're joking, but they own them. <laughs> they own their bodies, <clears throat> everything, and their minds. I think that's that's everything I got. Oh, really? Yeah, I went to go um, see it in uh, Williamsburg Cinema. Williamsburg Cinema. Williamsburg Cinema. And there was only five. <laughs> there were only those four or five trailers. <laughs> what, did, what else? Did uh, you I see? saw SpongeBob on the Run. What the fuck? I didn't see SpongeBob on the Run. I didn't even know this was a thing. Uh, yeah. So Sponge- I'm leaving the SpongeBob movie, Sponge on the Run. It is complete CGI. It's what? Uh, yeah, it's not animated. Well, I mean, it's animated, but it's like full 3D CGI. Uh, and it looks weird, but it it's SpongeBob. Like, does it feel like SpongeBob? It's very much like SpongeBob. Um, <laughs> Keanu Reeves is it? Oh is my in God. it? But <laughs> he's in a um, tumbleweed, and his just his face. He's he's not animated or anything. It's, it's legit just Keanu, Keanu Reeves' face, face in a tumbleweed. It's hilarious. Oh it was very funny. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's a, it's another SpongeBob and Patrick adventure. And I'm sure it's gonna make money because it's SpongeBob, but nice, yeah. Nice. Uh, I've seen the the you've seen the new Sonic. Yes, I Sonic saw the, the new Hedgehog. Sonic Hedgehog trailer. Looks good. Uh, no, yeah. like like literally, the, no, he it looks, looks good. good. Yeah, he the entire good. movie. And we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, Video game movies. Hard sell. Hard, hard sell. Hard sell. Yeah. Hard sell. Uh, then I saw oh the Scooby Doo. I haven't seen Have that you one. Didn't see the one? Oh, he's, oh, so he's, a, he's a little dog now. Oh, yeah. boy. So, okay. So, one thing I do have to say is that when he's a puppy, Scooby-Doo should not speak the same exact way he does when he's an adult. Because that's weird. <laughs> but he does. But he does. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's even weirder even that Shaggy his... Shaggy speaks like, like he's a child when he's a child. And then they, like, you know, grow, up, grow yeah. up. And then he speaks like, come on, man. Like, he speaks yeah. like Shaggy. But Scooby-Doo has the same exact voice from when he's a pup to when he's an adult and that freaks me out what freaks me out is that his nephew is able to speak perfect English at one point and he still is just like ruh ruh <laughs> and <laughs> Scrappy Doo is just like Scrappy Doo is just well, like, how do we solve this mystery I am boys? a human basically yeah what, uh, what are we gonna do puppy power puppy power who are the voices of the gang did Matthew Lillard come back to be shaggy these are the questions these are the important questions uh, I'm gonna do a quick search uh, where Scooby Dooby Doo? It's called Scooby Doo, right? And now he's got a disease. Oh, there it is. Because <coughs> he ate some poop you're not supposed to. And now he's. <laughs> I'm not gonna oh, it's not called Scooby Doo. It's called Scoob. 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 Uh, all right, so let's see. Um, Fred is Zach Efron. Makes sense. Uh, Scooby Doo is Frank Welker. Ah, yes, Frank Welker, my favorite actor. Uh, Daphne is Amanda Seyfried. Makes sense. Velma is Gina Rodriguez. Makes sense. And Shaggy is Will Forte. I love it. <laughs> I'm in. So, yeah. I'm in. There it is. Good. That's all we got. Thank goodness. They got I mean, that's Will a pretty Forte. good that's a pretty good cast. Will Forte is a, is a pretty good. Yeah. Shaggy. Although he'd probably be a good Scooby too. Uh, he he could it. he could do it all, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Uh, all right. So what else did you see? I saw. Oh, I saw the Doolittle. Ah uh, yes. Again, a Marvel character. Iron Man Doolittle. By the balls. Yep. He's got Doolittles. 
Doolittles. Uh, and then I saw Jumanji, uh, the next level, which Jumanji. we talked about. Oh yeah. my God, guys, we're in Jumanji. Jumanji. I'm so happy to be back in Jumanji. <laughs> guys, <laughs> we're in Jumanji. Yeah, it was funny. It was funny. <laughs> uh, and then Mulan. Which we talked about. Yes. I'm excited for Mulan. Let's get down to business and review Frozen 2. It's pretty good. Thank you. I'm on my uh, game today. What was that? That was George. That wasn't me. <laughs> that was uh, that was totally Idina Menzel. She's yeah. in the she's in the studio right now. Thanks for coming. Wait, don't say anything. <laughs> don't say anything, please. Because they'll know. They'll you. know you're real. Um, okay, thank you. <laughs> she's not real. No, not, I mean yes, she's here right now. Um, What's that? All right, Idina. So hmm? everybody remembers Frozen, the first one. Yes, but also <laughs> no. Uh, I remember I sat down and I was just like, wait, what, what happened, happened in the first one? <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, I, I I had trouble remembering it until we got to the little recap that Olaf did. And he hits all the important <laughs> that was That was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. Did you say after? Because he did it again. Oh, did he? At the end oh, credits. Oh, yeah. man, I didn't know. Oh, that was a pretty funny one. Um <laughs> I mean, I'll talk about it at the end. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So Frozen two. So we're we're still in Arendelle. Elsa is queen. Uh, Anna's living in the castle Anna's with uh, Princess with what's Kristoff Kristoff and, and Olaf and um, Sven and Sven the, is the reindeer. The reindeer. Um. Yeah. And so we. I mean, we we begin with them as children. So it's they're playing in their room and talking about like a fairy forest and shit like that. And the dad <laughs> is just like, "Well, let me drop some knowledge on you. Yeah. It exists. It's a real thing." And I got very strong Avatar The Last Airbender vibes, and I loved it. Yeah. Uh, so basically, there's this enchanted wood, air, earth, fire, and water live in it, like as spirits. And there's and these, the people that live in it are the Northundrans. Yeah. And, and they, they, so they don't have the power, but they like don't have this, the power, these spirits but they cooperate live with, with them. them yeah. yeah. And so then his grandfather, or his father, his 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 father, his father, the king's father. They try to make an accord. They would try to be peaceful with the Northundrans, and they, and they build did. them a bridge, yeah, a dam. Yeah. Yeah, a dam. Yeah. And it was a bridge dam. Yeah, it was a dam. Um, and then, the and then, and then, and then he. We find out later. Yeah. That he was a dick. Yeah, he was uh, a dick. But to his son, I guess, who got knocked out. So like, he's not really culpable or whatever. Yeah, he didn't because, know. Because he can't be a bad guy. Yeah. Um, his father tried to kill them. <laughs> no, yeah, he he actually he did, did yeah. kill the elder. Yeah. Uh, and then so that all the other elements kind of like revolted. Bounced, yeah. And fucked everybody up. And then so they started fighting. The young prince, who is Elsa and Anna's father, got knocked out and got saved by a Northundran lady, young woman. Yeah, who turned out to be who turned out to be their mom. Yeah, but uh, we're not gonna talk about that because there's a really cool way that they make that known, which I thought was really nice. But anyway, uh, yeah. so so then you know it's it fast forward. So, I mean, there's the whole song that explains the entire movie, just like in the first one. Uh, the uh, um, where the north wind meets the sea. So there's like, in the first one too, when we got the uh, born of, uh, was it born of cold and winter air and mountain yeah. rain? So basically that song in the first one described the entire movie just so abstractly we didn't get it. This is they use the same exact recipe. They was, used a lot of the same. It was the same like beats, beats throughout the entire the whole thing. movie. Uh, yeah. So the lullaby that she was taught, which whatever, um, mm -hmm. again explains the entire movie. Um, and it's a reoccurring factor, obviously, in the entire movie. <clears throat> and then, uh, and so obviously, once the, you get the end, 
you hear it again and you're just like oh yeah <laughs> she just said the entire movie just when they were kids yeah uh so then we fast forward to the when like the, the present when elsa is a queen and uh <laughs> anna and olaf are talking about how nothing will ever change yeah and then we obviously immediately everything changes yeah um which is i guess supposed to be like a funny beat but uh it was right i loved olaf's <clears throat> um like identity so his, crisis yeah, and his his whole, whole arc, arc is trying to like grow beautiful. up yeah where he's <laughs> and just like, like being an adult he's like i'm getting older and everything is confusing <laughs> and nothing is permanent it's just it was so i funny. loved it when he was talking to the kids and he was like how do you deal with the uh and their systematic just, dread yeah. of like becoming nothing once you die yeah and then just like playing with his feet and yeah. he's just like oh the innocence of children yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, that was funny his his you know I, his character i thought i was gonna get sick of him I, I mean, thought he was going to be a little bit annoying. He was but my favorite was part of the funny. first movie, and he continued to be my favorite yeah. part of this movie. Uh, I just, I, I noticed something about this movie in terms of Disney Pixar is like there were moments where they were having ridiculous fun, yeah, you know, and those were the moments that I'm not used to in a Disney Pixar movie, but those were the moments that I had the most fun in this, like happening. Like, yes, we had the singing. We had like all the the sad dramatic moments, mm-hmm. um, just characteristic of these. But like the the song that um, that Christoph had the, the that, rock like, ballad, rock ballad yeah, out of that was nowhere. Great. Like it was so out of place, but perfect. Like it I'm was lost in the woods. Like his head would just appear. <laughs> that was then, that was perfect. Yeah. And he just like kept running into the forest to to meet. Um, uh, Anna. Anna and she was just like a pile of rocks, yeah. so she disappeared. <laughs> and, and the chorus Even, of reindeer behind yes. him when Kristoff uh, and all everybody, no, Sven and all the other reindeer were singing back up and everything. And it was like the, uh, the, the Bohemian Rhapsody, the Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah. like three and then five, everything coming yeah. on him. That was great. I thought that was fantastic. I, I do think that it was the developers and the producers having fun. Yeah. And they did it a couple of times where they kind of like poked fun on themselves and they were like broke the fourth wall a little bit with Olaf. Um, but it was enjoyable. It was fun. It was definitely, yeah. I feel like, for kids as much as it was for the adults. Yeah. And it, and it made me think, like, maybe Disney Pixar is taking a different direction with their movies. I, I don't know. It well, messed with me after seeing the trailer for... Um, what is Onward. It? Onward. And then watching, like, moments like that yeah. in this movie. I was like, huh. They're not going with the same formula yeah. anymore. It's not like and pulling on your heartstrings, yeah. making you laugh when it's when they're supposed to pick you up yeah. with the bad moments and all that. They were especially just like, with this movie too. This movie, I feel like the fir- even the first one, the Frozen one, it was not your typical like princess queen story. It was a little bit of a twist, but with this one, it was a complete adventure tale. Yeah, like there was no. Uh, like we already knew who they were. It was not a establishing movie at all. Like we knew what powers she had. We knew where she wanted to go. But this was just like a further development of the story that just happened to have a lot of these other elements in it, uh, which was great because it's like obviously Disney is known for having their like reimagined princess mm-hmm. or, or fairy tale kind of stories. And this one kind of being like an op- like a, a original content, they could take it wherever they wanted to. And I think they did a really good job at taking it to a place where it was interesting enough that it will hold the uh, attention span of the adults and like actually make them enjoy it, but also flashy enough for the kids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or was your theater full of kids? Yes. Yeah. 
too many kids. It was, many a, kids. it was a Thursday night for, like, I didn't expect the entire theater, <laughs> and I saw it in IMAX. Oof. Uh, so there was a lot of seats, and there were a lot of children. Uh, luckily, they weren't too rowdy. I had a, uh, a family to my right of, like, probably, like, two or three kids, but then, like, all the adults. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, they were probably, like, teenager kids, and then, yeah. like, the mom was sitting right next to me. Uh, to my left, I had a woman with literally an infant in her arms. And I was like, why are you like here? A, like an infant whose eyes aren't developed enough to enjoy a movie? Or brain movie? developed enough to enjoy a movie. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, so that was interesting. Um, but I mean, the baby was quiet the entire time. I was like, all right, whatever. Um, during during the one song that Anna sings towards the end of the film, there was a girl up behind me who started crying. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, can you? But also, like good like yeah. that's what the movie wanted you to do yeah um yeah was is it the one where she's like getting back up yeah. after defeat after yeah. olaf perishes do the next right thing yeah i've also listened to the soundtrack a bunch oh i can so tell i know all you these know songs. a lot of this <laughs> a lot of this is uh, in your brain and it's interesting too because now that I've, I've listened to the uh soundtrack like a bunch of times i remember the movie in sequential order because of the soundtrack yeah and uh, which is why I, I've been singing ah like yeah. for the past week. Yeah. Um, but it's a good, it's a good one. I mean, bummer that uh, that their parents aren't Tarzan's parents. Am I right? <laughs> I was thinking that when I when they found the ship and stuff, I was like, oh man, it could be. So waiting for that to no. be a thing. But that would have been fun. But uh, um, but yeah, but they kind of even retconned their entire death of yeah. the parents because they were lied to. Yep. They were not in the Eastern Sea. They were in the Northern Sea mm-hmm. trying to help. Elsa and even when they taught when Elsa was just like it's my fault I was just like oh like that's something yeah. we haven't really dealt with before in a Disney movie where like the lead character is Blames depressed yeah. for killing their own parents I was just like <gasps> yeah they just usually go. just like walk away after their parents die yeah. in a Disney movie it's just like eh, not this time it happens all the time yeah uh, <laughs> but also like even like the different way she used her magic like when she was able to I mean, the whole, like, water has memory kind of thing, yeah. I thought was a little overplayed. Uh-huh. But she was able to pull the water out, out of, of this ship, ship yeah. that's been there for, like, six years and recreate their parents' la- final Last moments moment. in yeah. ice. I was like, that's a little too far, but yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, and also, <laughs> uh, Olaf's commentary where there's, like, a, a waterproof compartment in every... Um... Yeah, and he's like, why didn't they make everything waterproof <laughs> yeah, on the like, ship? Yeah. You're right, Olaf. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but in, anyway. Uh, in terms of plot, I I think that this movie wasn't, like, as complex as other Disney movies or Disney Pixar movies can be. No, this it was, was pretty simple. This was, like, a lot of stuff that would that was sort of just told to us in this movie. Yeah just explained away immediately five minutes later because of uh, one of the because of the song but also because of magic or because yeah. of one of these spirits yeah, it's always yeah. just like why is this a thing and then it's like oh because of the water spirit yeah. oh why is this a thing oh because of the fire spirit like, and you know, I mean the way that they introduced and portrayed the spirits I thought was actually pretty cool yeah. uh, the first spirit that we're that we saw was the wind spirit and it's just a gust of wind and it was just literally just pocahontas Dale. uh but like it has the memory of like winds of breath yeah so like you could hear like the children laughing and like leaves rustling and stuff which was really cool mm-hmm. and then finally when elsa like ices everything then they they see their parents like in ice yeah. which scientifically makes little sense but in the movie it was pretty cool <laughs> yeah magic. uh yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the fire There's spirit a little, be a little, be a little so cute they're yeah, gonna sell so, so many cool. toys of that yeah. little piece of shit. Yeah. 
Um, the water horse. The water horse I thought was really cool, especially yeah. when she started taming him. Yeah. In that, that scene cool. where she just was like fighting the water, and then just what? Was, cool. It was trying to buck her off, uh, and then she never really did anything with the Earth people. Yeah, the Earth people guys are just walking. They're just around. like Earth giants. Yeah. I was like, mm, okay. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. It's like, yeah. no, I want to talk to you. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> like what's your come story? Come back down here. You guys. What are um, you guys about? So, yeah. but So, she's the fucking avatar. Yeah. Like, but basically. also, like, why would Ice be the one to unite all of them or right? whatever? I don't know. I don't know. Doesn't matter. It's it does. Magic. It really doesn't. It's, not, it's Disney magic. It's Disney. It, it is Disney. Because, I mean, honestly, like, her magic is, like, based in ice. But there is a lot of other things that she was doing that was not just ice based it was literally just crazy magic yeah and, uh, and what i mean by like it's but it was not, pretty it wasn't that yeah it was beautiful it was, it was fucking gorgeous well, fucking gorgeous like <laughs> every anything, like every song and can't, everything can't get enough of any animated water in a disney movie it was the water's so beautiful fucking it good. looks real more real than actual water <laughs> it really for did. some reason it was crazy good uh yeah i i meant like it, it wasn't as strong in terms of plot because they were just like these, even these magic moments or yeah. these like like these rules for this magic weren't ever explained or yeah. really like told like why when she got to the the source of the power or whatever she like freezes well because she went too far but what does that mean <laughs> what does that mean Dave? <laughs> what does it all Cause, mean because they said that several times like like we were supposed to know what that meant like yeah. they were just like elsa you can't go too far and i was like why how <laughs> far how yeah. like too far like and also why physically why not? because like, to know the truth i mean so i mean in the whole um what's it called like universe or no like how uh, the, in the whole metaphor of like the, the the lullaby or nursery rhyme versus what happens in real life you know obviously if you go too like in in the song it even says it like don't go too far or you will drown yeah like she goes because she wants to find out the truth about what like the whole movie was based on the truth of what happened yeah between the arendellians and the northundrans so like why would the spirits not want you to find out the truth if that's the whole reason why you're there like when she gets down there and she actually starts shivering yeah and sees her grandfather kill the northundran leader and then she sends out like that one ice the fucking dosex machina yeah. thing, but then like she freezes, and I'm just like, yeah. Well, yeah, why? There was never any complexity either with like the explanation. Like it was either one or the other. Yeah. Like it was like one of the people attacked. It was probably the grandfather, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we find out that that's the answer. And yeah. it's like not like you had to solve. There's a no riddle. tension. Yeah. yeah, there was just like let's get to point B. Yeah. We get to point B, destroy the dam movies done, good, done. Yeah. Like, and even know. in the first one we had the urgency sensing with anna her heart freezing yeah it's like we knew that we had to go because someone will die but then once elsa started freezing we knew she wasn't gonna die yeah. she's fucking elsa yeah. even when olaf flurried away like yeah elsa's gonna save him too like yeah. what like there was no stakes there was yeah, really there no really stake no it stakes. was just the adventure and then finding out the truth even though we all figured it out by now yeah. except for kids yeah. um and that's who this movie. And then, for. and exactly, we, yeah, we can't take it away from yeah. the kids. <laughs> but like, good music, uh, fun comedy, you know, like the, the that Samantha. <laughs> I don't even know a Samantha. <laughs> Samantha. <laughs> it was just so funny. That one got me. That one made. Oh me laugh. man, I was dying that when that happened. <laughs> I was dying. Oh, uh, um, this will all make sense when I am older. That was my favorite song. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah. That was a cool song. Because I was just like, oh, man, that's too real. I know. <laughs> just like none of it will make sense no, when you're older. And that's, that's, the, the, that's the last one. It's like yeah. when I'm older, 
absolutely everything will make sense. And I'm just like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> like, Olaf, Seriously. Olaf, no. Um, yeah. But yeah, that song. Olaf really represented the aging community yes. of Disney. And they, he like, even oh, actually, what, they broke the fourth wall in the second song where he looks out at the camera and says, you all look a little bit older. And I'm uh-huh. just like, oh, that's yeah, me. yeah. <laughs> I am a little yeah. bit older. Yeah. Uh, that was funny. Yeah, a lot of inadvertent breaking of the fourth wall, yeah. like the whole telling the whole plot of the first movie. Um, <laughs> that was that was that was great. Good. That was great. Her parents are dead. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that was one of the best parts of the the uh, end part two. Um, after the credits, he does the same thing, but he does it as the second movie. Yeah. And then he does it back to back. He goes, Elsa is dead. <laughs> Olaf is dead. <laughs> and Anna has to come out of the And then, like, finally, they like, save the thing. And he, it yeah. turns out he's telling it to uh, the big icicle monster that Elsa made in the first one. And, oh. like, and, and the little, uh, like, ice pups that happened in the Elsa f- Spring Fever short film. Yeah, I didn't see I that one, one. but yeah. And, but it's, like, literally this big guy, and he, obviously, like, he's huge, and he's, like, crowned by these, like, little, like, puff balls. And he's, he's like, that was really good! And he, like, starts <laughs> clapping. It was pretty funny. Uh, in, like, his, like, old Glacier voice. Yeah. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Um, Did you like the uh, Let It Goes of this uh, movie? The, um... Because she had two, like, solo songs. She did have two solo songs. The, uh, uh, Into the Unknown. Yeah, that one was really unknown. good. I really like that I one. I really like that one. Yeah. Uh, I've been singing Which it Which one are they going to play on the radio? Into the Unknown, probably. Okay. They already have okay. a, a remix version with uh, Panic! at the Disco singing it. What? Yeah. It's not Crazy. as good, but I, I what's yeah. fine. Uh, but the other one where she sings, um, Show Yourself, when she's going into the actual gl- yeah. glacier. Um, she gets the new dress and... Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. one, that one's good too. That one's yeah. like a good power ballad. Yeah. Also, she was just like moving huge blocks of I ice know. out of the way and like putting up more. <laughs> I don't know why. She was just like fucking. I can do this. Yeah. It yeah. was pretty cool. I like. Yeah. Everything was beautiful. Yeah. Like when she, uh, they they tease it in the in the um, into the unknown where she goes into like the darkness and you just see like the sparkles of the other elements like going around her. Mm-hmm. But then in show yourself when she actually becomes the avatar, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Where she becomes the whole power, she puts them in ice, and so like you have, you see the giants, and then she like creates uh, an icicle of like earth with like the earth element sign on it, and then she does it for all the other ones, um, and it's pretty cool. Like, yeah. They teased it at the beginning where that big spark happened with the four colors and diamonds and like the the symbolism. Yeah, and it made everything. a snowflake out yeah. of the four. It was cool. Yeah. It worked. I liked it. Uh, the songs were beautiful. Plot's a little weak, but. It, you didn't yeah. really need it. Yeah. Like it was, it was not like Frozen is not there for plot. Yeah. Frozen is there to have fun with ice, to make fun of Olaf, and and really good music. And really, <laughs> pretty much that's it. Yeah, yeah. I like. I it. agree with you. I didn't do this when we started, but IMDb has it at seven point three out of IMDb ten. Rotten Tomatoes has it at seventy five percent. Metacritic has it sixty four percent. But how many? That's kind of around the same. How many? Uh, um, how many? How many years in an enchanted forest out of ten do you give this? Oh shoot, that's right. We forgot about those people. <laughs> yeah, but like they're very forgettable. Like they, they weren't very. They didn't drive. They the, weren't in, drive the story. Drive the story at, at all. all. At all. Uh, how many years out of an enchanted forest out of ten? Uh, I'm gonna give this eight years in an enchanted forest out of okay. ten. Uh, I didn't think it was perfect, but it was definitely good enough. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a Disney fan in the least, you'll want to go see it and enjoy it. Um, and yeah, and the album is fantastic. <laughs> like, 
Yeah. Uh, it's actually pretty cool too because the album I'm listening to on Pandora has four extra songs that I guess they wrote but didn't put in the movie. Whoa! So it was pretty cool to see cool. like what what else they could have done. You know, did uh, the songs have any sort of like message to them that could have altered the plot or did uh, you probably? To I did. I did listen to all of them multiple times. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but uh, one of them, so one of them is sung. It was supposed to be sung by Anna, and it's called Home. And it's supposed to be about like literally her singing about how much she loves Arendelle. Okay. <laughs> uh, then there's I Seek the Truth, which is then Elsa. She's singing at someone, supposed supposedly like the 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 Avatar, like of this movie. Like, why did you give this power to me? Uh-huh. And I would have loved to hear that explanation, yeah. but we never get it. Uh, Unmeltable Me is a is a duet I think between uh, Elsa and uh, Olaf. <laughs> and then uh, Get This Right is. Um, uh, what's his name? Kristoff. Okay. Uh, so they wrote extra mo- like songs. I don't know why, because maybe they were just playing maybe the, stuff. Maybe the movie was like two hours originally, yeah. and they were like, "We gotta cut it." But uh, but you know, some of them actually were pretty good. Yeah. Uh, like as even not as sung as a part of whoever sang them, but like just in, you know just as the outtakes. Yeah. Pretty good. All right. Uh, how many? How many awkward reindeer proposals out of 10 do you give this movie? I'm going to give this movie uh, seven awkward reindeer proposals out of 10. I thought it was good. I don't think it's worth the second watch, just like I thought the first one wasn't. Uh, maybe just Frozen isn't for me or mm-hmm. it, isn't, it doesn't hit as well as, as it does for other people. I agree that the music's great um, and the visual effects and all that were amazing. Um, I just wish that it was more, more plot, more, more, more substantial, more, more substantial. So something, you know, that's entertaining, but also something that I can leave with thinking about a little bit. But at the end of the day, George, it's a kids, kids movie. movie. So like, what do you expect? And yeah, it was a beautiful a uh, wonderfully sounding kids movie. Was it a beautiful day in the neighborhood? I don't know. Let's find out. Did you see that movie? Yes, we did. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to that one. Beautiful transition, David. <laughs> um, we're going to just go over any trailers we saw before we saw that movie. And uh, I got there late. So I only saw four trailers. But I uh, can talk about them if you want me to. Uh, yeah. How many, which ones did you see? Cats. I saw Crouch. Cats. You still weirded out by the cats? Yes. Me too. <laughs> um, did you see Just Mercy? Just Mercy, yes. Did, is this the first time you've seen it? No, I've okay. seen this before. Yeah. yeah. Uh, very touching. exciting. Yep, got some good people in it. It said releasing in December when I saw it today. And I remember it slated for... Jan- we talked about how it was one of the January 10th movies yeah. or something. But, oh, are they releasing it early? Maybe you think? I don't know. Maybe I just got like an old trailer that had, oh, had an the older original release date. date. Maybe. I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, Looks whenever good. it comes out, I want to see it. Yep. Little Women, did you see that? I did. All right. Did you read the book? I did not. All right, cool. So you were equally clueless to me because uh, uh, I mean, I still think it looks good. Uh, it does. It does look good. It's got some. It's got some powerhouses in it. Yeah, and it's it's um it's got it looks like it's got some comedy and and um well dialogue that yeah. doesn't seem as old-fashioned as it should be which yeah. is 
always fun to see yeah, when you see fine. when you see people in the past talk like you do today yeah. or in the same manner. It's weird. It shows it's <laughs> weird because you're just like, oh wow, they were just people, you know, <laughs> living back then. Mm, so yeah, I mean, I guess, but well, I don't. I mean, they're not going to be like you know YOLO or anything. They're not going to yeah, say anything true. like yeah. that. But they're going to speak like they're not going to be spoke. like how doth thou? No, no, no yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just it's, going it's to be like what speech. are what do you want for lunch? And just hearing <laughs> someone from the past say that is like. They ate lunch back then, <laughs> you know. It's just, it's just fun. It's just fun to to keep yourself uh, on that same level. I'm uh, also excited for uh, the like the four main characters are I think are all awesome. Sushi Ronin uh, and her character being this like pioneering woman who wants to be a writer. Yeah. Emma Watson who wants to be an actress. Florence Pugh from uh, Midsummer fame. Uh, she's a sister. Oh, that's who she was. Yeah. yeah, and she, her face, man. I was like, what was she? In? Yeah, and uh, oh, she, she's just because he's not horrifying. Like she's not like <laughs> she's not wailing. horrified. She's not <laughs> wailing screaming. at the top of her lungs. That's why I didn't recognize uh, her. But she looks great, and I think she she was the one I think wanted to be an actress. I think or uh, was that Eliza no, that's Scanlon. Actress is is the Emma Watson character. Emma Watson was she the actress. Was, that's right, right, right. She, I think, Watson so Florence just, was the painter. That's what it was, and then Eliza was the. Something. She's the fourth sister. <laughs> I think. Yeah, she's the other one. She's, she's number four. And then there's Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet, and he wants to marry and, uh, Shorty Ronan, and they were and, in Ladybird together too. Yeah, so and she's cool. just like no, and he's like we're perfect for each other, and they're like coming this summer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Actually, yeah. it releases on Christmas, but Christmas. What else you got? Uh man, um, Jumanji the next level. You got Jumanji. I got I got Sanic. I didn't get Sanic. I got Sanic. I got I got like an in-depth look that last Christmas, like Emma Watson and another guy were just like, This movie's in theaters now. Why don't you co watch it? You mean um Emma no, I said Emma Watson. You said Emma Watson. I did not uh Amelia Clark. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> whatever. That's because they're really trying to sell this movie because no they one's really going are. to see it. I do, it's bad. Um <clears throat> Did you see any more? All right, I'm, uh, that's I, I that's the all the ones two. I got because I was late. Oh yeah. So I saw Emma. Emma. It is a movie called Emma. It is um, the Jane Austen novel. Another Jane Austen novel, I believe. Um, and it's supposed to be like a comedy drama. Obviously, it's like a period piece. Uh, but it's got... Uh, so Emma is played by Anya Taylor-Joy, mm-hmm. who... I can't remember exactly what... I think she was... Um, what's, the, what's that name? Uh, Hannah? Is that right? Am I... Hannah? What? Hannah. That one, my my. She always oh, in. She was in Split. She was the main girl in Split. That's who she was. Uh, um, and we got uh, Bill Nye's in this one, and uh, Rupert Graves. That's what, what is this said. about? So anyway, so it's uh, the novel is just about Emma. She's just like a quirky girl, like a British quirky girl. British quirky girls. <laughs> uh, and uh, the the trailer was kind of just like it was very just quirky. Mm-hmm. It was like Bill Nye being like. I don't want to be anywhere. I don't want to be in this film. And he was like being funny. Uh, and then it was like her interaction with other people. Mm-hmm. It was just like, you know, one of those period dramas. It's a Jane Austen novel. If you've, if you've seen one, rocking. you've seen them all. Yeah. Uh, and then the last one I saw, which I do want to talk about, if I, I don't think you saw it, but The Call of the Wild. Call of the Wild. Yeah. Have you, did you, I mean, do you know what any no. of that? So it stars, guess who it stars? Harrison Jack Ford. Black. Oh fuck. Um, Harrison Ford. <laughs> Harrison Ford. So he's in the Call of the Wild, and they're in fucking Anchorage, I think, in Alaska's. 
and the dog. So there's it's a dog movie. Oh uh, sweet, Harrison yeah. Ford finally made a dog movie. So so the whole thing about this is that all the dogs and wolves are CGI and it looks real weird. So they I mean they animated all the dogs and there's an Alaskan sled team, so there's literally just like eight or nine just CGI dogs. And there are certain parts of the movie where it's just like why? Why not just get a real dog? Because there's plenty of movies out there that have just like real dogs. I have a theory. What's your theory? My theory is... All right, so now it's turned into two theories. (laughs) (laughs) One theory is um, animal rights are becoming more of a thing, so we can't use dogs as easily. Or like, you know, animals. But I mean, like... Or maybe the the creators... correctly... Maybe the creators of the film are just like, we refuse to use dogs. Or maybe they're like animal lovers and they're like, we're not going to do this. I mean, that could also be it too. Theory two. Oh, 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 that was theory two. Okay, This was theory one. Gotcha. Theory two. CGI has become so saturated as like, like you know, a way to a, do anything, a way to do things that there are so many CGI artists that they'll do it for cheaper than a dog trainer, huh. and they're just like, "Fuck yeah, let's just animate these dogs." Interesting. Those are my theories. I don't know if that's correct. Yeah, probably not. They, I just made them up like in ten. No, no the first one might be correct. The first one I feel is a little bit more plausible. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one, I don't know because. But I mean, they don't the, look good. The whole, the whole, well, they they look, look weird. Well, the reason saying. why they look weird is because they, they're giving these dogs more humanistic kind of traits and like facial expressions. Oh. Like there are times where Harrison Ford will actually like talk to the dog. And instead of the dog just doing like a head tilt or whatever, he'll like raise an eyebrow. Oh, I don't and like I'm just that. Like, mm. I don't like that. Kill it. Kill it. <laughs> Kill it. I'm just like, dogs don't look like That's that. That's what they should have done with Lion King. But Yes. And not absolutely. with this movie. Yes. I agree. Ah, they should have reversed the two. Get but, the, like um, the. Why don't they get whoever made Lion King to make these dogs? It's I don't know. It's weird. That uh, is but also weird. they got Disney money. I don't think so, this one has Disney money. All right. But uh, well, but yeah. So uh, cool. that's, that's I'm glad all, that's Harrison all I Ford's working with dogs is all I care about. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. That's it. All right. Cool. Let's talk about a beautiful day in the neighborhood. All right. So how many times did you cry during this movie? So, <laughs> um. Interesting you bring that up because I I wanted to talk to... So I, I mentioned the girl for Frozen 2 because I didn't cry for Frozen 2 at all. Me either. But when I listened to Anna's song again later that night after I got home... After, Wait, which one? Uh, the last song that she sings okay. about uh, yeah. doing the best right thing, the next, best, the next right thing. Uh-huh. I did cry okay. because it was sad. For this movie, I think I... I didn't cry like legit cry, but a tear I think showed up in my eye I want to say two distinctive times, and we can talk about them. But I think we should okay, cool. start yeah, from no, the beginning. No, no. Um, how, what did your theater look like? I went to go see this ten thirty in the morning on a Sunday, so it was me <laughs> and three other people. It was me, and it, weirdly enough, there was a guy to my left who was in the theater for twenty minutes and then left, huh. and then never came back. Oh, all right, he's like, uh, wait a minute, that was that isn't Mister Rogers. Most, I'm out of here. Most of the people in the in the theater were over sixty years old. Oh. It was weird. Well, it's Sunday, but it's, it's it their, was also Sunday it's their at like day. three. Was that, so it's at one, one o'clock? Yeah, uh, one o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, so I guess yeah. But even like as the credits were rolling, people like complete strangers were talking to each other and be like, "Hey, like, what'd you think?" And I was just like, "What?" <laughs> like people do this? And there was this one woman who was just like, "How many tissues did you go through?" And the woman that she was talking to in front of, she was like, "Oh, I ran out like halfway oh. through." And I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cute." But uh, but yeah, it was. 
it was not so much a movie about Fred Rogers. It was about the. It was about the protagonist, the yeah. the, the writer, and, and but li- it was beautiful. Listen, this is this is a trend. I'm I'm hoping is starting with biopics. Yeah, like we saw in um, Rocket Man. Yeah, it's 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 getting the idea yeah. of the person you're doing this movie on, as opposed to just telling their story yeah. in a way you know isn't true. Yeah, you know, because this is not a real. This is did not happen. This is inspired by yeah. true events. Different, like and, different guy wrote it. Like he's like this. This didn't happen. Yeah, sure. But now I feel like but I it's fucking still great. <laughs> I know who Mister Rogers is, and I love him. Yes. You know, like it's it's just like it, it it takes this this person everyone knows and 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 gets you to know them on a personal level, but without having to just be like this is where they were born yeah and this is who their parents were and that's were. one of the best things is, about this yeah. too is because you don't you get a sense of him through this other person you don't yeah. get a sense of him because of him or his family his wife or his two kids like you get a sense through him through the struggle of this guy yeah. dealing with his own heartbreak with his father and i thought that was such a genius take because yeah. at the very beginning when we first introduced him he comes into the house and he shows us his board and he opens the I door. Loved, I loved how they structured this, yeah. like an episode of Mister Rogers. Perfect. Yeah, it was absolutely perfect. Lloyd. Even even the transition shots from geographical locations, they were the sets. Yeah. They were oh the Mister Rogers that was sets. So cute. Oh my goodness. They did such a good they job. Did such a good job. Even like with the airplane lifting yeah, up. Like, Duke. <laughs> so great. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was so great. And even if you stayed afterwards, I don't know if you did for the credits. They, they they show put, you uh, yeah. behind the scenes of the, where them, they're like, like putting, putting the, the sets, sets together. together. Yeah. That yeah, was great, and great. it ended with the real Mister Rogers singing the song, yeah. which I thought was beautiful. Oh my goodness! Um, yeah. How, yeah, what did you think of uh, uh, the Tom, portrayal of Tommy Hanks? Of a, Mr. Hanks, Mr. Tommy Hanks. Uh, I thought he did great. Um, he wasn't going for an, a spot on impression because yeah. I don't think you could. Tom Hanks couldn't. I mean, because he had. Tom Hanks' voice, and he was just going, <laughs> "I love that bar," you know. So it's like, it's it's hard to to mimic. You know, to mimic. Uh, also, it's hard, know, well, it's hard to mimic without perceiving like you're making fun of him. Well, I think it would just be hard if Tom Hanks was doing a voice, mm-hmm. like he was like he was just like because because he he hit the he had the the idea behind Mister Rogers perfectly, where he would go up in times where he was like asking you about sensitive things yeah. or if he like. Heard like you know when he saw um, what's his name um, Lloyd like with the mark on his face and he was just like oh no like you know like mm-hmm. he got all of those those dives and ebbs and flows with his voice right but if he had done a Mister Rogers voice yeah, it would have it would have felt a little weird <clears throat> and so you know like when you when an actor knows to not do an exact impression yeah. but like you know like a version of it yeah. but get the I mean, idea behind the character, it yeah like that's that's exact that he did that great yeah but he's not like voice acting no no and uh, he did that great um, and I, I i also just love tom hanks in general tom because, hanks is beautiful because he he not only just played one of our like most beloved characters in the world mr rogers but he also has played walt disney yeah he's and just doing so, like, all of them he's like he's like fantastic yeah in everything he does yeah and i love him so much yeah he's anyway just, let's keep going <laughs> great great i'm so happy for him <laughs> and i don't I, I will probably never meet him but you know <laughs> that's, that's a dream of mine yeah 
Uh, so the whole so we so the whole story does surround Lloyd. He is a writer for the Esquire magazine, mm-hmm. and known for like being an investigative journalist yeah. and like tearing people with these pieces yeah. that he writes. And people don't even want to work with him anymore because except for Mister Rogers, because they knew, but yeah. except for Mister Rogers. Uh, so the whole his whole issue in his life is that his mom, his dad left him when he was young, and then his mom died. And he's really never dealt with that before. Mm-hmm. So his sister is getting married for the third time. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the best lives, I think. Was, yeah, he was like, I look forward, I look forward to it every to year. Every year, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so he's dealing with how to be a father, how to be a husband, how to be a brother, and then how to be a son. Yeah. Uh, and so his father is like, Got in, uh, got reinvited to the wedding, and they try to like. He tries to talk to him, but he's drunk. He gets punched in the face. Like it's bad. Yeah. And then slowly, he does try to forgive him, and obviously with Mister Rogers' help. And but obviously, this wouldn't have happened if he hadn't met Mister Rogers, because yeah. Mister Rogers gets him to think just about think about stuff just that like, he never thought about. Yeah, before. he's just like he he's asked them questions that he's probably never had to deal yeah. with before. Um, the movie starts out with him just defining forgiveness like you know yeah. it's part of the show like he's like giving you the definition of the yeah. word and but you know and like doing it in that mr rogers yeah. way of like you and know he's perfect. just like yeah like he's just like it's like it's when you have a uh, anger and you let it go towards someone and i was just like god damn it i'm gonna cry right <laughs> now <laughs> and i cried like sporadically throughout yeah this yeah movie. any 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 scene where mr rogers walked in the room i'm like fuck <laughs> it's, just like, just, it's coming it's like, I'm, like, I'm gonna cry right now <laughs> All he had to do was start talking. It's just like, oh, shut up, man. Oh, <laughs> get out of here. But no, it was, oh, man. Every every little pearl of wisdom that he drops yeah. on on yeah. him, like, I'm sure it could resonate with anyone, anyone watching. Yeah. And it's just such a heartwarming movie that, I don't know, like, it it it's probably one of my favorite movies of this year. And, like, I recommend it as, like, therapy no absolutely just yeah. like if you're ever feeling down or if you're ever struggling with forgiving someone just watch this movie and you know it'll, it, it, it'll get you thinking think it's a fantastic interpretation and a new perspective i think is fantastic too because he without even saying it without you know explicitly saying what it needs to happen or what kids need basically this entire movie is an advocacy for mental health yeah like they didn't have it back then i don't even know if that like phrase was coined back then if like psychotherapy well rogers was always like, talking about it as dealing with your feelings yeah because everyone would avoid that yeah you know everyone would just not know how to yeah. and he was like you start at your children oh because that's like children are always taught that they're going to become something mm-hmm. and they're never taught to deal with what they have at the moment yeah. and what they're feeling at the moment because they're just like don't worry about he this. He deals with next everything time. too. Yeah, and I love how they did the interviews with uh, who was on uh, Oprah and Arsenio. Yeah, that was great. Um, and and then eventually when obviously has to he deal with the death. Yeah, and he's just like you know death is not a topic that we normally talk about, but death like it, to death is to be human, and to be human needs to be discussed. Yeah. So then like that was a about. really important part of the movie too, where he would talk about how no one is perfect. Like you know yeah. he was he was like I'm not a perfect. Yeah. father i'm not a perfect husband i'm not you know a perfect guy the wife saying yeah. like people he's refer to him saint. as a saint yeah. like that means he's on a that level is unobtainable like it's something that he works on yeah. every day and it just and shows he had a temper you, he had a temper i didn't know that yeah and then and then when he at the end when he was just yeah. slamming the the keys the on the piano like you he spoke about it earlier so yeah. you know why he's doing it and it's just like you know he's just another person he's yeah. just choosing to deal with all of his 
anger issues, mm-hmm. everything in a healthier way. Yeah, in a healthier yeah. way besides hitting or screaming. Yeah. Um, and I also didn't know, I don't know if it was real, but I, I kind of feel like it is, uh, but his real children like didn't tell people that they were his, that he was his father yeah. until later in life. And I didn't do any research on re- research on this, but I kind of see how that would be true. Uh, well, yeah. I kind of feel bad. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, you know, even even how he turns all of those things into teachable moments. Yeah. And uh, Lloyd tells him he's like, it must have been really difficult for you to be a, like to uh, for your kids to have you as a father. And he he doesn't get insulted. He's just like, thank you for your perspective. Like, yeah. It probably would have been very difficult for my kids to deal with me. Yeah. And I was just that like, was a real <laughs> that was a really tense moment where he was interviewing him and then he like sort of turns it on him yeah. and like tries to bring up these tough subjects. Yeah. And you know Lloyd is clamming up and he's just like. Stop bringing I don't this want to up. talk about this. Yeah. You know, I'm here to interview you. Yeah. And then when put your puppets away. And his and his way of, of defending against that was trying to get Mr. Rogers to sort of get angry yeah. or like, you know, throw this stuff in his face. Cause he's like, What about you? Like yeah. you're not like I heard that your kids don't even like you, yeah. you know? And then he's just like taking this all in and like just just like, you know what, you're right. Like, that's true. And that's why, you know, it's okay to feel these things. He's yeah. like, fuck this, I'm yeah. out of here. I can't win. He's you like, know, yeah, when not... I, I think this, it was the second time in the movie when I cried, mm. the moment of silence. Oh, man, that got me. Right? Yeah. It was, it, it was a full minute. So he yeah. says, let's take a minute just of complete silence to think about who and how you got here. And that was definitely a real thing. I remember seeing that in the documentary they made about him. Yeah. He would, whenever anyone he ran into like in his crew that was like upset about something he would always be like let's take a minute think about everyone that loves you and yeah. everyone that's loved you to this moment and then he would just like and it was the he full, would just, it was a legit yeah. minute yeah and even as you're watching it and as you're seeing it everyone else in the restaurant just like stops they put their stuff down there's no noise except for like the fluttering of birds yeah. outside it's almost like this and he's like staring at the camera to tom Hanks, oh, and just like seeing him with, with that like slight smile and just like waiting for that minute mm-hmm. to go by and then he, I even felt it in the theater. I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> oh the people behind me were sniffling like crazy. <laughs> yeah. like, like whenever something was starting to happen, any like really touching moment, like I just let the tears stream down my yeah. face and hope no one sees. <laughs> and it's then, dark in the theater. And it's then fine. all I hear in the back is like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely did that a couple of times. Yeah. Oh, man. What got me the most... Um, Surprisingly, one of the most is the moment we see in the trailer where the kids just start singing on the train. Oh, that was cute. I was, I was a mess, man. Yeah. I was just like, oh fuck, it's so, it's just like to see the joy in his face of yeah. seeing that, and he's just that like, was yeah, I'm just like, oh my god, <laughs> you're killing me, Tom. Yeah. The one, the other one, the other time I, I cried. I think it was actually the second time because I think it was further in the movie. Was when he becomes a person on the set. He becomes Mr. Bunny. Oh yeah, and then he walks into the room with his mom. Yeah, and she's just like, "You need to let go of this anger. Yeah. It's not for me." Yeah, and then like he's holding her hand, and then you look down, she and she disappears. Just got, oh. <laughs> like I'm feeling it right now. Yeah, it also that was such a powerful yeah, moment, and got me too. Yeah, yeah, it's like, and and again, it portrays and it shows you certain things that like you may never even want to think about, mm-hmm. but it, in in a way that's safe yeah. and like you can understand it, and this character even was like crying in this moment and um dealing with all this kind of stuff in a very constructive way like he became mr bunny uh the lady was his wife mm-hmm. and then it was tom hanks or uh, mr rogers as like the king and then the the cat or whatever yeah, and then like the real mr rogers mm-hmm. um 
I thought that was great. Yeah. It was, it was. It was just like it it was a little like weird to be put in this kind of situation, but then you realize what's happening yeah. and you're and you just get blown away. Yeah. And it was so good. It was so good. <laughs> it was so good. Um let's see, what else made me cry? Um <laughs> You know, from the beginning to the end. When he uh, when he finally like comes to terms with his uh, issues and he's just walking in the park with yeah, his wife and then he uh, breaks down on the bench, yeah. I was just like, oh my God, I can't <laughs> do this. I don't know. Maybe it's just because Tom Hanks is playing the most amazing person <laughs> ever and it's got daddy issues involved. Yeah. I was just a mess. I was just That's like, it. this movie all you has need. changed me <laughs> and now I have to go deal with some stuff. Yeah. You know? I'm gonna take a yeah. couple of days. Yeah, <laughs> just gonna go to work and hug everyone. Yeah, seriously. Like, Hello, neighbor. Hello, neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right. What else about this movie? Anything else? Um, it made me miss being a kid. Yeah. Yeah. When things were simpler. Yeah. But much simpler. But you know, you have to live. You have to learn. Mm-hmm. You have to grow, and you have to impart the knowledge onto your the younger generation Mm -hmm. as part of being like his whole thing with being a father was he had to be there for his child and not replicate the cycle of abuse or uh disappointment Mm -hmm. and that's one of the parts that i loved about the movie even more was that when he when the baby was crying when he was at his dad's house he got up and he didn't wake up his wife he just kind of he took it he's like let let your mom sleep and he was rocking the kid on his legs and And singing yeah and he was just singing to the kid just saying like you are enough everything you are is amazing and i love you and i was like why are you doing this to me yeah oh but it was so good yeah so good yeah man all right how many wait i'm sorry i keep forgetting about this Uh, imdb has it at 7.7 out of 10 what rotten tomatoes at 96 percent. that's better and i don't have a metacritic here uh for some reason metacritic didn't want to go see but uh robert and ebert gave it 3.5 out of 4 so oh i was gonna say 3.5 out of of 10 uh, they don't cool. like happiness. <laughs> um, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna get the Metacritic right now. Ed Metacritic has it at eighty percent. All right, that's, um, that's good. That's good. Um, how many neighbors out of ten do you give this? I'm gonna give this ten neighbors out of ten neighbors. Hello, neighbor. Hello, neighbor. Ten times. Ten. Uh, times. This movie was fantastic. It made me feel feelings. <laughs> and, so many. And feelings. it made me deal with feelings as well. It was just. It was good all around. The portrayal mm-hmm. of the character was great. Um, even the, like in his own personal life giving us backstory but then how he uh, interacts with his wife was fantastic the main character Lloyd and how he, his, his whole family problems and even like his work problems and stuff it was it was gripping it, it got yeah. me through and it was there was no lull it was just all good information and awesomeness and it made me cry yeah. so it's got it's already got a star for that yeah so it's a 10 out of 10 for me yeah it, go see this movie yeah. it what it will change you <laughs> it'll yeah. make you a nicer person it, I, it, I feel like it will. it will it will um yeah how many how many two piano duets oh, out man, of 10? that was crazy <laughs> yeah that was awesome two Goals. piano duets out of 10 um i'm gonna give this uh 10 piano duets out of 10 I was going to give it nine, but the star for crying is put it over the edge. Uh, yeah, one of my favorite movies of the year. Super heartwarming. Uh, I recommend this to anyone, anyone that even like, especially if you don't know who Mr. Rogers is, go oh, yeah. see this. Go see um, uh, Tom Hanks did a great job. Everyone did a great job in this movie performance wise. 
I really loved how it was just capturing the magic of a real person, but doing it in an entertaining way and a meaningful way, but also in a way that isn't like just laying out facts, you know, yeah. like even that moment where <clears throat> we had the, the minute of silence, it's, it's never made apparent if it's real that the whole restaurant shut yeah. up and you know took this moment but you don't care no. you know it doesn't the magic matter works. and and like it there is no need for logic at some certain points of the movie and that's something you're not used to in a in a biopic um and i just hope more of these come out that that capture the essence of of a real person without just laying out the facts yeah and yeah, it, it will make you deal with your feelings, um, or at least make you think in in those in, in that way, where yeah. you're, you're you're just like maybe there is something I've been holding on to, mm-hmm. and you know that I, needs I to should, be released, I should, or it needs to be talked yeah. about, needs yeah. to be let out, yeah. needs to be handled in a constructive way. Yeah, I've never watched a movie and like immediately wanted to go see a kid show afterwards, and that's exactly <laughs> what I wanted to do. I wanted to watch an episode of Mr. Rogers right afterwards. Man, I just remembered the the whole introduction into his job, yeah. and it's an episode segment where he's talking about magazines. Yeah, and it's and I forgot that these segments existed. <laughs> yeah. I remember them from my childhood, yeah. where he just talks to someone, or like when he goes to the on location to that uh, concert hall mm-hmm. and like has the band do the the song yeah. and then interview them. I was just I forgot all about it, but they they weaved it into this movie and ta- told you like just someone's waiting while this segment is recording, yeah. and you're like you're in the story of the guy that's waiting, but you're watching the Mister Rogers show as it's happening. Yeah. And guess what? Tom Hanks is Mister Rogers, <laughs> so like get ready to cry. Um, yeah, definitely go see this. Um, I want to go see it again because I. I need to cry. <laughs> I need to cry in a dark room yeah. where no one will see me yeah. or judge me. Yeah. Uh, but also... Take your loved ones to go see this. Call your mother. Call yeah, your dad. I was going to say, <laughs> yes. Like, talk to your family. Love everyone. Get as many family members as you can to go see this. If you need... Especially if you think that they need to, like... If you need you know, mental health counseling, seek yeah. it out. Like, this is... one. Yeah. I feel like that's one of the biggest messages. Like, you yeah. need a way to handle your stress. Yeah. And if you can't find a constructive way to do it, get a therapist. Yeah. Like, no stigma, no judgment. Everyone needs a 2019, therapist. 2019, baby. Everyone's in therapy. <laughs> Everybody's got... Needs one. Yeah. All right. That cool. was heavy. That was a heavy uh, end. But you know what? Feelings are uh, a part of life. Important. Neighbor. Um, All right. If you want to share your feelings with us, you Please can do. email us at relativelysubjective at gmail.com or you can find us online at any other social media website, Facebook and Instagram at Relatively Subjective and Twitter at RelSubPod. And uh, yeah, um, next week we'll have either Knives Out or Doctor Sleep or 21 Bridges or all of them. Just kidding. Queen we and have, Slim. Oh, and Queen and Slim. Oh man, four movies on the menu. We don't know which one. And it's Thanksgiving. And it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> so much to do. Uh, until then, may oh, oh shit. Um, yes, I got. I'm gonna. Oh, you I go got for it. it. I got it. You all. go for right, it. Right, right, yeah. Uh, may all your beautiful frozen days in the neighborhood be a two. Oh, very good. <laughs> Not gonna talk. Um. I don't even have the words in front of me. <laughs> you want to see? Yeah. Could you? Uh oh. Uh-oh.
Shit. I think we're still recording. We just uh, do your best. Okay, here we go. May all of your uh, beautiful neighborhood days be in Frozen 2. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's close enough. It's close enough. We did it. We did it. <laughs> all right, everybody. Uh, until next time. We love you. We love you, neighbor. Neighbor. <laughs> So long, neighbor. Bye. Bye, neighbor. <laughs>